Rockstar Energy Punch, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink. And welcome back to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't have on one of my favorite people, especially if I'm going to be talking about the realm of streaming and cinema and TV. And that is Mark Anthony Austin. He's a pre and post viz specialist expert on the inner workings of all things movies. And he even played Boba Fett in a little movie called Star Wars Episode Four, New Hope Special Edition. You may know about it, I think. And with the short time we have, go for more info to Mark Anthony austin.com mark welcome back to the show my friend i'm so glad to be back so glad to be back and to be talking about you know all things cinema with you yeah it's something that we both love and uh passionate about and that's why you're one of my favorite people to talk to on this and i know the last time at the beginning of the year that we chatted you had a couple of projects that you were working on how are those going for you the first quarter of the year um, they're going good. I'm actually approaching the end of the show, which is always a sad time for me. But uh, yeah, my my time with Ultraman is coming to an end, and uh, you know, it gets taken out of my hands and into the hands of the the final animators. And so I'm hoping that we see it in uh, approximately a year's time from now. Well, and that's always fun because then you get to see it on the other side and see what the hard work that you put into the project really looks like and people's reactions. It's, it's great stuff. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thrilled to be part of the filmmaking process. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of reacquainted with Ultraman. Um, I did get to work on the Ultraman project, project years back. Um, but this is my first uh, anime feature, animated feature, but an anime style and it should be kind of... A so it's kind of exciting for you to, to do something new like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm used to do, working on uh, live-action features. Uh, most of my movies have been live-action. Uh, but a handful are uh, for Disney as a character animator. Those Disney days for me. Well, let's get quickly into the first of two streaming shows that we're going to be talking about today. And the first one is Marvel Studios' Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. And last time I asked you, you still had not seen it. No dice on that. Have you seen any of the episodes yet, Mark, before we get into it? I have. I've seen the first four episodes, and it is a roller coaster. (laughs) Oh, you know what? That is the perfect way to describe it. And I'm glad you've actually seen it. I mean, the acting from Oscar Isaac playing the two lead characters, such amazing different performances. Same guy, something about the emotional and facial muscle control that he literally seems like he's playing two separate characters. He's that good as Mark Spector and Stephen Grant. But what I want your feedback on is what the show does so well. It focuses hard on story, connecting the plot points, loving the characters. And this is huge. And we've talked about this in the past. And the Moon Knight hero hasn't even been in it that much. And it hasn't needed to be. And that is so apparent when you had doing all the other things right. Because then it brings in and sprinkles the effects and the computer animation from the Moon Knight character to the added dimension of action sequences. But it doesn't ignore the real world. And Mark, this is something that's tremendously important. Well, I think that everything stems from a, a, a strong story, and this has a strong story. It, it sweeps you in, it, it hooks you, as we call it, drags you into the story, and you're along for the ride. 
And so everything on top of a good story is going to work. They've just gone out of their way and done a good job in each of those processes. But, you know, if the fundamental story isn't strong, then nothing else laid on top is going to matter. And this, I'm glad to say, has a strong story. So. It's got a great story. The finale's next week. I've seen through episode five. Five's going to throw you for a ride. It's uh, it's completely different than the first four, but still good. What I do want to know is what do you think with the finale coming up? Six episodes. We're going to get into this with Kenobi as well. It seems like it's been great paced, but now you kind of have to rush and make sure you get all of your particular story elements in in six episodes. It's quite a task, and not all shows that have the six-episode format have been able to do it. No, but um, I always found that usually a show, if the six episodes won't accommodate the full story to eight episodes to kind of envelop, you know, the four story, or seven episodes when you think about uh, the book of Boba Fett. So they will kind of um, make, they'll work out how many episodes it will take, how many jumps it will take to tell the whole story properly. Um, so I'm hoping they don't cram everything into the last finale episode. Like some people make the mistake of trying to cram too much into the last episode. I'm hoping this one kind of has, it seems to have so far ended with a cliffhanger every episode, which is great. Which is uh, great from a filmmaking standpoint because it keeps the audience hooked. Yeah. Really good job so far. I'm sure that they're going to see this through to the end. It seems like a very well-planned out project. And I've worked with um, the producer as well, Kevin Fage, before um, on um, the second Thor movie. So he really is uh, good at making his stories points strong and bold and I'm sure that they're going to they're gonna do it right. Oh, I'm sure, because it really seems like they've thought this out. Everything flows together from the story elements to the plot points. Every character seems to be in it just enough, especially the Moon Knight character, which we haven't even seen yet. And I'm expecting heavy Moon Knight in Episode 6, the finale. Uh, last question on Moon Knight, because this has been one of my favorite parts of the show. The effects when he's in the Moon Knight suit, it's... So good. They did a great job at piecing this character aesthetically together. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that, you know, everything that they've laid on top of a good story has been really thoroughly thought out and, and executed, like, professionally. So they've really kind of done this one right. So I'm really glad that this is the latest thing from Marvel. You're going to love Episode 5. It's become my favorite series to date from the Marvel Universe. It's a limited series, so I hope we see the Moon Knight character in feature films. Uh, the Everything they're doing is just spectacular, especially the history and the aspect of the lore of what goes on over in Egypt. I love it. But let's get over now into Obi-Wan Kenobi, something you and I are very passionate about. May 25th, Mark, right around the corner, and we've talked briefly in the past about this. Why is this show, to you, so important to the Star Wars universe, and what do you, Mark Austin, want to see from it? Well, I think it's important because Obi-Wan Kenobi was one of the first characters we were introduced to in A New Hope when it released in 1977. You know, Luke and Ben Kenobi and the droids, we were with those guys at the beginning of the movie and we fell in love with them as a, as a, as a group. 
we kind of had an enigma about Obi-Wan, like, what is this guy doing in the desert? Why is he, like, hiding, you know, living a hermit lifestyle? So all of these things that we, questions we had back in 1977 are going to be answered in this show, I'm hoping. Uh, that's, that's the thing I'm most looking forward to, seeing everything that builds towards Alec Guinness's performance in A New Hope, you know, the original. Yeah, I think we want kind of the same thing. I have always wanted just more of the real landscape of Tatooine and the feeling by the end of Kenobi that Obi-Wan will protect Luke at any cost. He knows the importance of Luke growing up, why it's so important. And that has to be, that must be the plot of the story. And honestly, I have to bring it in. I need a Vader, Kenobi, non-CG lightsaber fight that resembles a little bit of episode three and a little bit of episode four. What are your thoughts on that? I would I would hope that they bridge those two movies together like they did you know with Rogue One. Um, if they if they if they handle it the way Rogue One works bet- between like bridging um, you know three and four, uh, then I'll be I'll be I'll be really happy. So I will be too. I think this is the most anticipated Star Wars show to date. Book of Boba Fett. We got through that, and I'm hoping more great things come from that. Mando, of course, is Mando, and everybody loves the Mandalorian. What's on the horizon, though, Mark, for you, project-wise? Any movement on no disintegrations, or what's going on over at Netflix? Uh, Netflix, I'm, I'm starting negotiations about what's coming up next. But, you know, it's always a question mark. It's always a matter of timing. Like, if the projects need to open and be looking for somebody at the point at which you become available. And it's a timing game. So that is coming up. Um, you know, so fingers crossed I'm going to be working on something <laughs> Netflix-related. But it's not a guarantee. So when I have some concrete answers, I'll get back to you on that. Excellent. What about no disintegrations? I know the last time we chatted, there was... Uh Maybe just some preliminary talks about moving that thing forward with another season. Yeah, the, apparently that is still going ahead. Everything is dependent on the writing. So the writing has to come first. And so as soon as we have those scripts from the writer, then things can proceed. But as of yet, we haven't received those final scripts. So everything, like I said, is hinging upon that. And uh, they rethought it because originally they were kind of trying to make those disintegrations to work within the realms of a COVID confined kind of, you know, parameters. Yeah. And now that COVID's finished and, you know, uh, we can go back to shooting on a set, uh, they've opened it up and I'm really excited for what they're going to come up with. I am too. That really just expands on what they can do, what you can do with the show and point people again, if they want to see season one, where they can go to see no disintegrations. They can go to www.nodisintegrations.tv, all one thing. Check it out. You're going to love it. It's great work with Mark Anthony Austin. Also, more on what he does with his pre- and post-viz world specialist at markanthonyaustin.com. Mark, thanks very much for taking some time, my friend. I always love having you on the show. We'll have you back shortly. Perhaps after Moon Knight has wrapped up with the finale and Obi-Wan Kenobi, once that has launched, we're definitely going to be talking because this is something that I think Star Wars fans are going to be talking about for a long time. So definitely, definitely we have to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi because as we said, you know, we're in anticipation of what they're going to do, where they're going to take us. So we definitely have a powwow and chat about that one when it's, uh, you know, it's opened up. Well, Godspeed, my friend. We'll look forward to having you on next time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.
Noah here and across the county. Go to markanthonyaustin.com. No disintegrations.tv. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, oh, oh.